0: Well, 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 well. We've reached that point today, now, haven't we? It is season three, episode six of AstroQuest. And man, do we really got a quest plan for today? I mean, what can I really say? I guess I should start talking at this point. And actually, today's conversation is gonna be really, really a game changer for a lot of people. And before i get into that though and explaining it i got to make sure of course that you're hearing me uh have moved some things around once again so if someone can confirm in the chat box which i'm looking at here that you can actually hear me clear and there's no uh large amounts of static going on in the background that would be great because obviously we want today's transmission to be extremely clear um as we get ready to get into this. So once again, I'm gonna wait for someone and let's see, I guess I wouldn't be waiting for anyone if they're not hearing me. So let me check. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, so today is gonna be a different show in the tense of, I'm gonna be putting on some visuals that really are not directly related to what we're gonna be talking about. And those visuals are just to allow you to relax more um, in addition, I would just suggest that a person just kind of lay back, take it slow, because I'm going to do my best to, to take it slow through this knowledge that we all come to understand, but just putting it in perspective. And then, uh, as I said today earlier, you want to make love to the wisdom, make love to the knowledge, because I think what's happening is is that with so much information at times, people forget to appreciate what exactly is happening in their transmutation? So, you know, knowledge itself can be confused with wisdom, and we need to understand the difference because knowledge is like endless data or the vast face of what's going on in the reality, Why wisdom is the application of knowledge at specific times in order for the best results. So, meaning that, this knowledge is a part of our introspection. It's like university. It's like going into a library or going into a cave and, or going into a book. When you do that, you're going into uh, some kind of tunnel or some kind of world. And so it's important not to confuse knowledge with wisdom because wisdom is when you come out of that world and you start moving around in your, your activities and you are moving around based on what you understand, but you're making the actions. You're not just not making any decisions because we need to realize that with all this knowledge the knowledge is presented so you can make choices and hopefully choices that'll put you in balance and so today we're going to talk deeply about that balance we're going to talk about a little bit of what's going on in the world as far as external world we're going to talk a lot about what's going on in the inner worlds and different states of consciousness but more importantly we're going to hone in on things that you can identify that you know to be factual in the reality, what those things stand for on multiple levels, and then how you can get to a next stage in your own consciousness by realizing the difference between the truth and the artificial, which is very close to truth but not exactly truth. And you're going to see that in signs, shapes, colors in many different ways. So. Let me go ahead and uh, get these visuals started, if you give me a moment really briefly. Okay, so again, the purpose for the visuals is also, and everyone needs to realize, especially when, you know, you'll get into this at some point, and you'll see that, or some people are already into it, so they see that video is much more difficult than than something like radio. And it's because you also have to be, you have to have great visual etiquette, uh, unless you just want to give people the wrong idea, when you're on some kind of visual camera. And so what happens is, is, and this is just something that goes on in the mind, it's something really that's even subconscious. So when a camera turns on, and even a recorder does it to a certain smaller degree, at that point, there's like a voyeuring that begins to happen, meaning that all those who will listen to that recording ever can now tap into it right then, especially if it's something that is to be remembered, right? And then, so what I'm saying is, is that, also, if there is a, a, a video, it's an even deeper reference point to a person being able to tap into that particular point visually. But what we want to concentrate on is we want to concentrate on using different senses beyond the standard five senses. So attempting to not taste, see, hear, smell, touch it. but instead, merging all of those and going into a stage of conscience of letting the information pass through you in balance with no judgments so that you can form a larger picture and this is would be using your visual cortex or using the the area that lights up when you get into the third eye activation but using that visual cortex to do a simple laboratory work meaning that your mind and your consciousness is like a laboratory. It's where you can build and create something and see if it really works. And this, is, of course, is what Tesla ascribed in his di- di- uh, diaries that he was doing, that he could see the exact image of what he was creating. He could pick, put all the pictures together and put all the pieces together, excuse me. And then he knew it would work. And so then if he ever got an opportunity to actually create it with the actual um, 3D components or or physical components that are needed to create it, then it would work. And this is very important for people to understand because you know, we all face various challenges in life, all of us, and much of those challenges is supposedly not having the means that are necessary to get to what you're trying to get to in life, okay? This has a lot to do, of course, with what your projections are, but if you want to look at the core matrix to how it works, you have to understand that when you build There's nothing stronger than building with the tools in your mind, okay? And these tools are are made of what we call full-spectrum light, but this gives you the ability to actually visualize to a point where it's even solid in your mind what you want to do, what you're about to attempt, and what may be the outcome of that gesture. Now, of course, we do this all the time. We think about, I'm going to go to the store. So you think about yourself getting in the car. You think about yourself getting there. Sometimes you even say, oh my goodness, this, it's four o'clock. There's going to be too many people in line, so I'm not going to go right now. So this means you literally painted a picture in, an, in another tense of exactly what you were going to go do and the outcome of what you were going to go do. So imagine this heightened several times, thousands of times, to where you actually realize that the easiest way to manifest things in this physical reality is to begin to get back and take back the space that is in your, your mind, per se, or in the deeper recesses of, of yourself, how you're thinking, okay? And I'll show you by the end of today or by the end of this conversation that that space in your mind that you're attempting to get a hold of is known as the holy of holies. Okay, that in the deeper recesses of the mind, deep in there by the pineal gland where your true consciousness resides, that's the holiest of holies. So if the beast or the abomination that creates desolation enters into your holies of holies, then you got a problem on your hands. This is like a bull in a china house. Okay, and what this is really, really about is this is about inside of your consciousness, and I'm just bringing this in scope here. You have something running around that if you've ever just sat down and tried to control it, you realize that it's very difficult to control, and this is your thoughts. And especially if, for those who have been in heightened uh, states of consciousness through hallucinogenic substances, which is a little bit of a, a cheating, per se, because, I mean, you're only hurting yourself in intense because you still need to train for being in that other realm. But let's just say you take the, uh, the cheat sheet or the, uh, the game shark, <laughs> and then you punch in the code, and then you go into this other realm. And then you'll notice that your mind is going like a million miles an hour. And all of a sudden, it's manifesting and creating all these different ropes you keep jumping on and these ropes are based on fears sometimes they're based on joys it's based on every single turn of this what i'm now seeing as a six-sided cube or a facet of the kind of reality that you're actually living in so what this means is, is that you have a beast then in your mind just running all around and acting all crazy, and you cannot get this thing under control. So this means that this is the only thing that's really important, that if you can get this thing under control, then every single thing outside of you and around you will obey that because it will only be responding to the frequency that's coming from you. So like I said, let's take it slow, and let's make love to the knowledge and the wisdom And let's understand what unconditional love really is, meaning through no judgments, actually perceiving what is around you. So, what I want to talk about first is the end of talking. This is also why I've decided to take a break for a while so that we can start season four the right way, because season four is going to be about introspection, season four is going to be about the adventure, it's going to be about experience. And to create that, to bring that into three-dimensional reality so people can enjoy that, to fulfill that, it's going to take more than talk, okay? Because what happens with talk is talk is a very narrow expression, especially if you're speaking something like English. So what could occur is, is that people could start getting you confused. And this could be a very, very disturbing part of your progress through a certain cycle that I call the to know, to dare, to will, and to keep silent. Because what happens is, is that as you're expanding in consciousness, the first thing that's thrown upon you is this role of being a teacher. And everyone knows the teacher is always a student, right? And so you start teaching people the knowledge. And then you're using the language to try to teach them. But what happens is that this is a, a, a very beneficial phase for your growth because you get a chance to show people how to challenge thought and what they have confirmed to be true and believed. And generally, that's based on programming. So you get a chance to show them that, hey, this faction is really all under this certain stage of mind control. This religion is all under this kind of uh, of spelling and words and curses and this. And so you go on and on and on. But we cannot forget that this is still judgment. So no matter if it's the white snake or the black snake, as long as there's gonna be some judgment going on, there's still one still particular kind of energy that is present, okay? But this is a part of the process. So you're of course sifting what you think is the wheat from the chafe, the positive from the negative, and you're just cutting through it, right? So this means you're actually carrying a sword, and this is why words are anagram, is an anagram for sword. Okay, so you're carrying this forward and you're dividing and you're chopping, this is good, this is bad, this is glass, this is fire, this is all of this, right? And you can imagine how long this could really go on. It could go on for parsecs. It can go on for a long time, right? You're just chopping and cutting through, differentiating one thing from another. But it's interesting in this to realize that what's happening to us, why we're doing this, is we're actually chopping ourselves. (laughs) We're actually cutting ourselves. And this is because all is self. So a while ago, years ago, I came into the total realizations of this, but then I realized the most integral work that needed to be done is someone needed to act like they didn't even know and start it all over again and start taking people through the process of what they went through. This is what I call the third grade teacher. Now the third grade teacher has to teach children the third grade curriculum so that they could get to the fourth grade. But what happens if those who make it to the fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and beyond begin to look back on the third grade teacher and think, man, he so third grade, or she so third grade. Without realizing the places that we're all holding, I want, to re- I want people to realize that everyone in this reality, from the Queen of England to the bum in Harlem, is actually holding a place in reality and deserves that honor and that respect for what they're doing. Okay, and this is the path to, to ridding yourself of the judgments, but it's a long path. <laughs> and trust me, it's one of those things that you either do or you don't. So, and if you don't, you remain here. So this becomes difficult because there's lots of stages of consciousness that fight being able to merge what we call the opposites. Okay? And so this gets us deep into about these four words, to know, to dare, to will, and then to keep silent. And in the beginning, I used to always think that that keep silent part was the part that I just loathed the most, because I I believe that that's what created secret societies. But I was actually wrong. I'll take you through it, to know. I like to spell it G-N-O, as in Gnosticism. It's the ability to know something without reading about it. You can kind of see it all around you, Okay, That's the awakening part of things. You become awake. You start knowing, all oh, this person and this this kind of being and this, I can't give up my energy. That's to know. What comes next is to dare <laughs> because everyone in the, else in the reality and the majority is actually doing that. You're daring to not, and <laughs> you start posting stuff and losing friends, and you're just daring. You're talking about the God, and <laughs> you're just trying to push the envelope completely into just daring to see what's going to happen, right? But then... Maturity starts setting in, and you realize, okay, that's all action. Let me get into my will. Meaning that now you start building a reality. You start realizing that you're in full control of the whole thing, and if you feel up to it, if you're motivated about it, then you can accomplish it. And this is called the will, or as they say, the tarot, or the uh, ro- rota, meaning to rotate a wheel. Okay, five the circle, the spiral, okay? So this is very interesting, but then there comes this other point that you realize that words are an injustice to who you really are, okay? And this was what we talked about a few weeks before about the amen, A-M-E-N, or your name, N-A-M-E, meaning hidden. But hidden not in a tense that someone just wants to keep it from you, but hidden in a tense that it could never be pronounced in any of these languages. Because your body is giving off from its organs, as the sound means an organ or a piano, a specific tone and a vibration that is unique to that moment and what you're experiencing and it can never be duplicated again. To revisit it would be almost impossible. It's a unique signature. You would would need to bring everyone in Congress again. The guy that pissed you off, the refrigerator that was in the room, all uh, the substance that you took in your system, the dinner that you ate that night, the chemicals that the guy put in it, the Monsanto that raised the plant, the guy who made the decision. You see, you would have to bring so many components back to relive that one moment, that one frequency, that one tone, amen it would be just hidden and obscure. And that's really what the abyss is made out of, okay? So this was interesting then, because I realized that this keep silent thing was not necessarily about not expressing yourself, but being a little bit more tactful about expressing yourself in a language. When you can express yourself in a multifaceted way, you can get into the experience of people physically, you can create massive platforms, you can design an invention that cures hundreds of thousands. And this is all if you could figure out how an attempts to keep silent, how to hold your light for enough time to let it charge. Because what happens is, is that when you push out your light and you push that into an individual that doesn't even believe and doesn't even know what you're talking about, what happens is because every being is a mirror, that is a mirror view when you didn't believe in what you know, didn't know what you were talking about, okay? So it's going into a black hole then. Look at the vision. It's going right into a black hole. And one day, that black hole will be filled with enough light from collective people pushing their light into it at a certain point that it will awaken itself. But let's just, just as the sun is doing in this world, but let's just say you don't have a lot of this to keep expending. There's been too much giving up of power, giving up of current. So one has trouble with their Kundalini, trouble with their their pay, their paycheck, how much money they're getting. They have trouble in all the fields that equal abundance. The only option for many of these individuals is to invert, which would give them the opposite side of everything, okay, the shadow side of everything. I call it the monkey's paw. It's like you get a lot of money, but you can't spend it or you, you actually, uh, uh, the story of the monkey paw, the lady wished for long hair, but by the end of the whole wish, she had, had to cut her hair to buy a, uh, well actually, excuse me, she wished for a comb, and at the end of the wish, she had to cut her hair in order to be able to get the money to buy the comb. You see, it's a monkey's paw, meaning that those who invert themselves and think, well, I'm just gonna, I can go and get it that way, and I could do it like that, end up in a situation, billions of dollars, straight miserable. <laughs> like, it's every single moment ringing on all five phones that, oh, my goodness, I need help, this, 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 this. So realizing that the multifaceted expression of you is for you to begin to cultivate, for you to begin to curate yourself, okay? This is the word, the key word that me and my good friend Jason were using was curate Because that curation process is the cultivation process. That is your soil. But what happens is is that you can gather so much knowledge, if you don't curate it, if you don't trim it, and keep it to where you understand what's going on, it can run wild. It could be a beast. (laughs) You see? So step by step, we'll walk through this today about how to express yourself in the multifaceted you versus James one thump (laughs) it's like your name means this small tone thump vibration and you are identifying yourself with that name versus the symphony of who you really are and then the icing on the cake is the language because it supports that it allows you to be a cube it allows you to be a square It allows you to be in a box. And that's why I'm going to show you this language that this God brought down to confuse everyone. It was a box. And from that point, it put everyone in a box. So let me share some stuff here. Everyone that thought in that language, and this is the father and mother languages of English and the rest of the language. And I'm talking in this tense about Arabic, and I'm talking about, English and I'm talking about Hebrew. And I suspect based on the accuracies of geometry that all of the language consisted of the same thing, that they are just certain geometric shapes that when they get in your mind they start to penetrate and bore and drill into your mind trying to get into your holiest of holies and set itself up as God so that you can then fall down and worship it. And then the emblem will become true that man and woman will bow down to themselves and worship themselves. Worship, W-O-R, which is war. Okay, that's where we get the word work from. Work creates war, too. Everyone is socialism. Everyone's trying to take from someone to give it to someone else, right? So how to get out of the worship? this is when you turn your craft, this is your art, Okay, into something that formulates you into being in duality or dualistic, thus allowing you to inherit the mark of the beast, which is two-strand DNA. Don't let these fools confuse you about how many strands of DNA that you have, because realistically, there's a level where you can have no DNA, no program, right? While they keep counting up the ladder. But the really reality of this is which is what real masons, real builders, hundreds of thousands of years ago discovered, is that the one who was creating these planes was creating them in duality, based on the geometry and the DNA, which is in two strands. But it's as simple as looking at yourself in the mirror and seeing how you have two of everything, pretty much. The only things you don't have two of was what couldn't be made dual. And this is a very key thing because this means that even if you're not trying to get into division, <laughs> even if you just want to be like neutral in this balanced in this you're not only in one of these bodies you're also speaking this language in all these languages we're moving twos fours sixes and this is what we were talking about before these so-called even or good numbers versus odd or strange numbers so this also holds the riddle to everything that has taken place on the, on the planet, especially with the two most intelligent, warring factions, one strand DNA and three strand DNA. And I'm going to take all that apart in just a moment. Well, let me take it slow. Let me look at all of the dissertation that I have here. Realize that battle is a lack of expression so that means that the sword which is the key component in the battle a sword can be anything it can be a mob, bomb missile whatever but the actual tool of division which is in this case the words will be a lack of expression because this is what happened if you get so crazy where you have to now stab somebody with a sword things really got out of hand you need to actually ask yourself if maybe it's you that's out of control <laughs> Right? Because this is a bad lack of expression. If you're supposed to be wise, and this is what we talked about the other day. We talked about that anyone could be a witch or a warlock. Once they start doing the curses, start, you know, cursing at people, and start thinking about a person negatively and hating them, well shit, that's a witch or a warlock. There's not much more to it. If there was, then they wouldn't be a witch or a warlock. And so we're talking about these levels then, so when you get into this higher stage of your conscious, really a more balanced stage, you start to see that this talking is a crazy lack of expression because not only are people misunderstanding me or misunderstanding me, but I'm also not expressing truly what I'm really wanting to express to them, and I'm only talking at this point for those who've reached that stage in their consciousness, because some people are in their consciousness, wanting to actually do something malevolent to other individuals. But I'm talking about the individuals who are actually trying to do something, but it just keeps coming out wrong. Every time they get, keep getting in this battle, it's with grandma now, and it's now it's with, with dad, and all you're trying to do is help them, <laughs> right? And this is because these words are a horrible, expre- they're, they're, they're horrible lack of expression. When you, with your multi-symphony new state of consciousness, try to show them what you're uh, about by talking to them, now the trick has begun. Because the cube, the Rubik's cube, if you may, now starts tumbling. Now everything is about to get mixed up, turned around, put in a corner, at an angle. All of this kind of stuff is about to happen when you talk, even the most eloquent, okay? And so this is just calling it like it is. And the reason for this, I have a reason for this too. Why is it like this? Well, not only is it because we probably are supposed to be using our frontal lobe and triangulating everything that we have that's still in separation and then bringing it all to one focal point, but it's also because of what the tongue really is. (laughs) And we talked about this. I mean, I have to mention it again because everything is in perspective, but the tongue is the phallus of the face. Because as I mentioned, the holiest of holies is in the center of your head. So this lets you know that the real microcosmic body, the real orb, is your head. (laughs) It's like the earth of you. It is the globe of you, okay? That's why the skull becomes so important, because inside of that template, there's a holy, of a holies in there. But if you see your whole skull then as just a complete body, then you would need to understand where your tongue is, right around the place where your phallus or your yoni would be okay in fact your mouth is a phallus and yoni people <laughs> i mean if we weren't so busy looking at everything else and looking at herself maybe you would turn it aside and notice your visical mouth and then stick your tongue out and notice your phallus and then notice how the creative principle is on your face that when you form and shape and fashion something to talk about something that you want to do the idea begins to take it into manifestation so it can be created the same way that when you actually are ready to create life on this planet, you create that same act, but you need another component to accomplish that. Or do you? I mean, do you actually need the opposite sex to have a baby? In the higher worlds, no. The higher worlds are your head. It's androgen. It has the phallus and the yoni built into it. It has several of them, in fact. That's what the Sri Yantra is. That's what the cornucopic field of 528 herds is about, okay? And what this is literally about is is that all over your head is all of these wombs. Okay, remember what we talked about is sitting back and picturing this. But the one that is coming from the mouth is the most carnal, meaning that it actually works more with uh, the gunad, as we called it, the lower expression of self-immediate gratification. So still remember what you're doing. It's like, I want respect now. You even got to say that. Like imagine sitting there in the corner demanding respect from people without talking, (laughs) right? That's another level. That's when you get devotion, which is true respect, okay? Devotion is, is that people feel you. Something's coming off of you, and they just have to say, well, shit, I don't know what it is, but buddy over there has accomplished something. I'm devoted. Like I, I, that's something that I want to do, because the person's actually seeing it, okay? So, again, realize that the words, the swords, and that tongue, which actually looks like the tip of a sword, the lick of the flame that on the tip of the sword, right? So, understand what it is. It's about to go into battle. It's about to express itself. So, What I'm I'm saying then is is that it doesn't mean that you can't talk anymore. Still watch it, though. But it means that talking is not the only way that you have to express yourself. And In fact, if you stop talking as much, you probably can get some stuff really done. You probably can get your inventions out there. You probably can really start developing something. Because when you talk, then you're only pushing it out. Talk, that's why people who have powerful words talk a little bit, because they know when they say something, they got to fulfill it. And because it's 3D plane with 10 digits, when you have two hands to build what you're about to create, then there's gonna, that's gonna, that equals time, as we talk about the zero and the one, that's what equals time. It's the, the distance between your projection and when it actually appears. So, of course, when you're not dealing with such cumbersome cube-like programs, and those are moved completely out of the way, you have spontaneous manifestation, okay? Spontaneous manifestation is when you're not using a cube. Now let me tell you about this cube, okay? And if you look at the screen, because so for those laying back like they're in a psychological chair or whatever, go ahead and look at the screen really briefly and I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna show you something. And I'm, about, I'm gonna upload it like we used to do in the old school, which was we would load the pictures right in the live stream and we wouldn't depend on all this stuff that 10,000 people need to run for. It starts up, so you see me run around studio like Flash before the show starts. So check this out. Now this is what I was, we were talking about this before. We were talking about how the Hebrew language is the star of David, which is really the Megan star. If it's any star of David, it's the star of Dravid because Dravid was a Dravidian. Dravid was where the Brahmins came from. Dravid was a Naga, okay? So what happens is, is that it, now it's not rocket scientists, that's a cube in the middle, okay? So this authenticates, this is a cube language, okay? So let's go on. What happened just recently is I was, um, let me see where my post button is. What I was doing is I was actually in um, some research. And during that research, there was, and I'm trying to see how I can upload something here, excuse me, but in that research, what there was is there was a, a video of inside of the Kaaba, which is very difficult to get because I still remember back when I was a Muslim, shoot, you can even pull a picture out, let alone something about the Kaaba inside. And the world has gotten so wide open with revealing what is doing, the Brotherhood of Saud, who are the Saudi Arabians, black oil, black snake, actually are balling out, wheeling out, and do a selfie inside of the Kaaba. <laughs> so, as I was telling people before, all you need to be sometime is what I call the fly on the wall. That's the actual person that is not necessarily looking at what is being done but looking at what's on the wall, and I just uploaded that. Let's see where it went. I think it went. Oh no telling where it went. I may have to upload it again. But basically, you could, oh, actually, it's processing. Okay, so it'll be up there in just a moment. It's processing itself. Well, basically, inside of the Kaaba, I saw this. And anyone who has um, been following uh, what's going on on Facebook has seen a little bit of this, but I'm going to post another image so you won't have to wait for it to actually uh, load up. But it'll give you an idea of, of what I saw. And the computer is like, oh my goodness, this is, I'm running two monitors and I'm, I got the switcher program running and you're trying to upload on me too and I'm trying to play the show. <laughs> Imagine the computers complain. <laughs> if you're going to start complaining. So check it out. This is actually the computer's complaint. This proves, because this is on inside of the cobble on the wall. Now, somebody saw that right off the bat nowadays, right? And to see this image, you need to just go to live stream and look. And if someone saw that on the wall nowadays, they'd like, yo, and why you got this big RFID tag on your wall? <laughs> or with a big RF tag on your wall? Like, does that go to your website or something? <laughs> and... The truth is, is that this is what Arabic is written like in the Ku- Kufic script, okay? Which you can look up yourself. And this is not new. This is something has been going on in ancient times. Now remember, like this is inside the Kaaba, so they're not going to put anything that just come off this press made from China and then put it in there. They're going to use all, all of what's been there since the beginning, right? And what's in there is this. Which actually says that there is no God but Allah. Allah's putting His mark on the whole thing inside the cube in the incubation and utilizing the hyperdimensional language, which is more like a dinkras. It's more like, you know, to me, you see it as like an alien coding or something. But this is what I was saying in the Dimitri is that you see. This language running through people in, in Costa Rica, it just looks like it's Aztec. I have yet to get to other places with the third eye open and see what exactly uh, the geometry is running through the, uh, or the language running through the people that live in that country. But I'd be willing to say that it would be based on the code that they're on. okay? And that this code would then affect every way that they think, everything they do, almost like, well, not almost like, it's a program, damn it. I'm so tired of people just not saying what the hell is going on and beating around the bush and putting gloves on and putting toilet tissue on their fingers and just trying to do anything but hurt somebody. But damn, let's get out of fear here. The program is running, okay? And this program, what I'm realizing, there's an artificial one, right? There's an artificial one running, and then there's another one running very close to it that is based on the genuine model meaning how things actually were in the beginning of the arrival of the beings that we're calling humans into this particular state of consciousness. It's kind of crazy for us to keep talking about all these worlds and all these different kind of things, like, yeah, that's a given, like, but where are we all stationed at, okay? And I'm going to show you the geometry that is more associated, because I did have the, the image, but the image is either a concave or a convex triangle. But for me, for me to show it to you truly is, is more of its organic shape, which is as a yoni, you would see it here. And there's another picture about to be posted, and this is known as the stone. Okay, this is the stone that is on the outside of the cube. So this is, I mean, you could see that the biggest play is is cooties, meaning that... If While we're young we're in this whole Christian state of mind and you're not even supposed to talk about sex You're not talking about so you're not supposed to talk about six then which is a six-sided cube And what happens then is you talk about it later on. It's uncomfortable. If like, oh my goodness He's talking about it. It's x-rated. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but yet and still they joke, tur- 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 turn on the movie Shorty with the boobs out and ass twerking and all sorts of stuff, right? But then when it's time to talk about what is really happening on our planet with the, with more of these archonic forms meaning larger forms that are being birthed that Men who work the cabal are putting themselves inside of to control like vehicles. Okay, and but the same thing applies It's the duplication of what you see in nature. A Yoni must be present and this is a Yoni. This is a womb. This would be the vagina then and then the box, as they call it, and even now in slang, her box would be where it needs to be cultivated at. Right. So. The story is here, and I've studied it for probably thousands of years, running this being down in particular, is that a star fell from the sky, but it was a meteor. And from the moment this thing landed, the first altar was set up because it was sentient. So it knew how to send this cube right into the mind of the first person. In this case, it was Brahma or Abraham who actually came in contact with it. And it shows you the nature right away because the first thing is asked is a sacrifice. Give me something. Now, have you ever had someone that you just met for the first time and they're already asking for something? Isn't that like a turnoff? So why is it not the same thing with these beings that if you're asking for something, give me your firstborn, give me your 10%, give me your best of the crop, give me this, give me, give me, give me. Man, this is a taker, right? So we hunt takers all around the galaxy like, Because they come into worlds, they attempt to emulate and become the surrogates of the planet. They build a box (laughs) that supposedly is a, a cognate of the real womb of the planet. And then they start taking everything from nature and then introducing it to everyone like they created it. Hello, medicine, Merck, Pfizer, all the rest of these poor alchemists trying to turn a little dirt into gold, meaning trying to turn earth into anything, always in that kind of pursuit of transmutation externally, but yet missing the real alchemical procedure that goes on with inside one's consciousness. So to really understand why this resonates with people so much, like why they can't let it go so much, it's because it's themselves, but it's been externalized. It's been put right in front of them and been given a graven image, meaning a graven image, not a really good uh, uh, description of who we are, but close enough that if you can fool people to believe that it's not them, which is the whole trick to religions, God is not you. It's some other being that you have yet to achieve and yet to get to, okay? That's not the truth. The truth is we are supreme beings. Actually, excuse me, that is the truth because god is still the germanic god good it is still a word play like when they say we god controls everything then if god is the king of britain and everything only consists of money then you see how that could be true so that's called a fork tongue okay it's like a truth and a lie it's the truth if you believe it so this is what creating temples were about or templates okay now notice here, and some so people, so the Muslims or uh, ex-Muslims or whatever is going on, because I know there's a constant war going on in people's mind when they listen. They don't think I'm just picking on Muslims. Here we go with the Temple of Solomon, the height of everything that goes on in the whole Christian Orthodox sphere, okay? Gnosticism is not included. So what happens here is, is that you notice that the holies of holies, and I'll source one more picture here, And there's not much pictures here today by the way the holies of holies is a cube okay and let me get to that photo yeah there it is so what i'm saying is is that the way they draw out the template of the new state of consciousness, i.e. the new Jerusalem that they want to put into or embed in the DNA of our consciousness is to make the mind a square. And this is why there's that old UN picture with the square heads. <laughs> Every, the humans are depicted as having square heads. Let me see if I can find that. Square head UN photo, right? Because I'm sure somebody on Above Top Secret then, then got it out there. But you know what I mean. There was a picture and it was, a, I believe, the Tower of Babel in the, in, the, uh, in the background. Let me see. Tower of Babel. And then that was Britain, I believe. And then the people that were below it were depicted with having square heads and nobody, because the whole image was cryptic. So they figured that there's got to be something about why the heads are square. And here it is right here. It comes up. And just so you understand, It's replete with all the symbolism, like they're not hiding, really. They just are counting on everyone being ignorant and not knowing what the symbols mean. Symbols speak volumes. To the uninitiated, they confuse. To the initiated, they lead one down the trail of understanding how to make it back to where. Where the throne is, where the tron is. Okay, we're not going to get off topic here. That'll be later. But meaning that all these roads lead to Rome. (laughs) There's a central source to this kind of data information. It's very easy to track. Excuse me, I accidentally posted the same picture twice here, but let me go one more time here. That's that one. Okay, no, I I actually got it one time and I didn't know, so I'll just leave them both. Okay, so you see that the holiest of holies is depicted as a square because that is the block shape of the mind. And let me get the other picture here, once accepting this square language. (laughs) And so if you can understand how long these cultures have been running, these petri dishes have been running, then you can kind of get an idea of how long we've been in this stage of consciousness because the foundations of this world, meaning the first humans to arrive to accept blockhead, were actually our predecessors and contain all of us inside of their DNA which was corrupted over time by God confusing them using language okay let us go down and confuse them what was used language what was we what were everyone do what was everyone doing before working in unison what were they building a tower what was that tower that tower was yourself people were only building themselves, all itself. They were knowing that if they keep building and repleting and, 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 and actually um, uh, creating that perfection within themselves, then they were also reflecting that in the reality. And this is how you got what you're calling nature. That's why I was telling you the other week that all the great beings left trees, left flowers, left Insects left certain signatures of themselves so that their greatness always could be encased in that no matter How many how much division took place on earth? It would be a little bitty uh, 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 Beetle at this point or a little bitty you know, there's tons of these the, the different kinds of uh, insects that are around that contain Spectacular sets of, of different stages of consciousness, but not in amplification everything that's here in the planet has been divided in cut shape form and fashion by one who wants to make us blockheads. And let me show the other imagery here. And like I said, we don't have a problem with taking it slow. Let me see. If I can pull this really briefly. And there's a Masonic template that shows the man uh, that they want to craft with a block or a square as a head. Okay, and then the reason why I have to be repetitious here is because some people think it's a game. And what happens here is that you can get played in this game. And if you don't realize that, again, you need to get outside of the box, get outside of the body, meaning that the box becomes a template that starts to form itself around your consciousness. People need to understand this is a progress, this so-called great work which meant something totally different back in the days than it means now. So let me get back on track or forward on it. Get into the notes here and talk about why, when you're teaching awakening from that third grade level, while still teaching also about even beyond grades, you start becoming a hypocrite. You become harpocrates. And the reason is, is: remember, the third grade teacher is responsible for telling you that the gods are malevolent, <laughs> while the one who is not in grades at all doesn't even consider good and evil, malevolence or benevolence. It's beyond that. It's actually not allowing those thoughts into your mind so you can be free flowing, so that you can actually begin to harness the light within. So do you see how the third grade teacher is also the Messiah, is also the bodhisattva, is also the bridge, but is also burdened or sacrificing at times, many times, because, you know, a bridge, everyone's walking across you. It's like, ah, third grade teacher, ah, stay back in third grade, I told you, it's better grade than this, you're still in duality, I don't even know why you're still teaching that, blah, 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 and it's like, they didn't come through your class. But what I'm also still challenging the third grade teachers is to get multifaceted because, yeah, it does become a byproduct of what you're doing. And one thing another you learn from the students. Like, yeah, let's go into a multifaceted where you're learning all grades and then no grade at the same time. It could be done. But still realize what we're talking about, though, is that so if someone asks me, what do you think about the UN? I may be in clear face mode and be forced to go into vast face. Simply because of being in this particular position as a teacher to school this individual for once and for all to not give up their power to anything and to not affiliate with those who are not transparent. Which is a basic principle in that if you cannot gain that principle, you will be abused throughout all of your existences until you do. Meaning that if you don't want to be dolphin-faced, this means actually responsible for every breath that you take, then you're going to need surrogate mama to actually help you out in this one, rather than looking at real mother who's inside of you, which is Mapa, what's really taking care of you is the decision for you to take care of yourself. That must come First. Because all the tools can be available. We need to realize what's happening. Nature does have all these cures, but it's still up to us to decide if we want to put them in our body and utilize them and understand about them. So it's not really nature who's in control then. It's us. So, and that comes from whether you're going to have the cure or whether you're going to have the sickness. You're going to decide. So let's keep going. So what happens is we figured out then that the tongue projects a lot of things that it basically expects the rest of the body to carry out. If it's in a physical level, now at the stage of where our consciousness is. But before, what we were doing is we were projecting it so solid in our minds, you could see it just as clear as you're looking at the visuals today or the laptop that you're looking on. You could see it just like that, that it would, poof, tesseract itself right into the reality. Boom spontaneous manifestation so this is why it was very important for all the ancestors to create in these kind of symmetrical designs because that's how they were capable of bringing out beings that had some level of it being able to achieve balance okay meaning that in the dualistic form there is a chance that you will merge them together and achieve balance but the symmetry of the dualism is the incubation stage. It is the incubation stage of you to become what's next, okay? And so this why this is why I had to slow down the conversation a lot today because this path is so narrow. It really is. It's like if you step to the left just a little bit in your understanding about what's being said, you will come off balance because what's you have to really make it introspective to yourself. You can't. Em- at any point, go outside and try to find an example of this within someone else that you want to blame. <laughs> That's just going to throw things off balance in the judgment of duality. So I was, a talking, I was talking about how this bridge then, which is why I realized they, the, the Masons named the highest level initiation book, that they have a bridge to the light. Right, and why they always use the bridge in the rainbow component. There is something very deep about that because it is an ark. Okay? And so this is the scripture says God says, Now you remember the covenant that I have with you. Every time you see the rainbow, because it's a symbol of my ark in the sky, meaning that this seven colors is the symbol of the division. Because when you shine light into a prism, it becomes seven colors. Right. And seven days of the week and seven churches. And then it all, you know, keeps going from there. Right. So what we're seeing is then is that this arc or bridge is serving two purposes. One, what you would say is malevolent and one that's benevolent. The malevolent is, is that anytime you now build a bridge between two opposing forces and and they start crossing, which is a symbol of the cross, When they start crossing conflict, and chaos is going to begin. But what also is occurring is what was lost and forgotten is now known. What is hidden is now seen. So do you see where there's a double-edged sword here with the craft, meaning that with these levels of knowledge, such as Freemasonry, et cetera, is that they're lying truth. It's the forked tongue, because what happens is, is that, yes, we do need to build bridges to the spaces where there are those who believe that they are lost. And those who take that mission and actually carry out that act, they are amongst the greatest of us. And that's written in what's in all of our belief systems, the Christ the one who basically, or the, the, the Krishna or, 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 or the Tammuz, the ones who decided to go and do something that everyone else wasn't doing. But guess what? We are now making it to where everyone is moving collectively to defeat something that is affecting all of us, which is fear. Because the thing about fear, because fear is actually created from these kind of a- actions, but fear, you don't want to actually go and approach it by yourself generally. It is your nature to go and approach it with others that may not necessarily even know what they're getting into either, but at least, you know, we're together. Meaning that there is nothing that we cannot deal with. We cannot approach and we cannot solve when we work as the collective. So no one will ever be able to convince me edgewise. And the great work, really, the one who's really building the temple. The one who's shaping, uh, forming, and fashioning is doing that to themselves, not to other members in the reality, especially in a malevolent way, meaning that you have to first become the perfection before you can actually show it. You can always talk about it, though. Notice why talking becomes also that in-between point. It's not the manifestation yet. It's the talk about the manifestation, Okay. And so, this is a deep thing because it's allowing you to actually take it step by step to the actual chain reaction of the consciousness to see that where there's rats, there's cats, there's dogs. Meaning that one thing, when you accept it, it leads to something else next. And if we can go back into the chromosomes, as we talk about, uh, I talked about on Facebook, the 22 chromosomes or the 22 paths. Of the Tree of Life, they call it the sephirah That's the current template because in that template they're using the number 22. Where have we seen this number before? We've seen it in the original Hebrew language. The original Hebrew language had 22 characters. This means the DNA is being shaped like a cube. But to go even deeper, well, let's wait. But just remember that the 22 paths is why most people keep seeing 1111. 1111, the digital time code. Look at the code. The code is a cube. What do they say about the Old Testament? In the Talmud, it contains the formula for a computer. Uh, cut. It is a computer. It already has a program loaded. Anyone that wants to load that program shapes, forms, fashions, and binds themselves to that program, takes the mark of that program, and then functions as if the program is them. Thus, they become a program. But what were they before they took the program? Because surely that's not them. That's when you're looking at somebody and you're like, man, this is not you, man. The way you're acting, man, the way you're, this is not you, man. And so that's what I'm saying to every single person that hears this message. Man, this is not you. Man, last time I saw you, (laughs) you was gliding across this thing. You were in full regalia. (laughs) Chakras blown open. There was no hindrance. You were in full expression and in balance. You knew what you were doing. Okay? So let's go further here. Now, the current program you're on, you can call five and six, which is pentagram, hexagram. Okay? And this is heaven and earth right? So the current program that's running is attempting to merge heaven with earth. This is the actual realization that there are ethereal beings, right? That's all of what this new craft is about. Like people are reading these books and tapping into these angels and drawing these stars on the ground. And remember, these ages last what you would see as an age of the zodiac. So a certain amount of thousands of years, you would get five and six, The merging from five and the six. Don't be afraid to to hit your ejector seat and thrust out of the program completely. Okay? Remember, I'm not talking to you about where you have to remain. I'm talking to you about where you are. You can choose to leave at any point, but realize where you are first. Five and six, this is where the dimension is next, meaning the fire, the passion of fire or the fire and a passion of fire going into six or sex, then create seven. You see what I mean? So the next age will be seven, meaning actually outside of time, when things from outside of the time merge back in time. Okay? And this is that geometry has actually been discovered. Here it is. There was a seven sided face that Pythagoras, that old Python, was hiding and talked about it and said it couldn't be achieved. But meaning that what now, and even the, 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 the bringing up this kind of geometry and understanding of it fully, which is the geometry of the heart, is the chestahedron, that that actually is the symbol that on this dimension that we're living on, that what has normally been unseen, which is seven, what cannot be generally divided by a circle into a circle by a computer will become seen by the beings that can do it, can actually draw, and this gets a little mathematic the square root of three, which the human cannot count, cal- excuse me, the computer cannot calculate. Now, now we're gonna go in, because everyone's like, okay, let's go into the deepness. So here's the depth as deep as it gets. What happens then is, is that it's two circles, okay? And when these two circles come together, these are two worlds, when the two worlds come together, they form in the center the visica, okay? So the visica then is the the symbol of who is the mediator in the reality, okay? Who is the mediator? Who is the go between? Who gets in? people in and out okay and I'm not going to answer that question for you but rather explain to you that it's as simple as looking at the concave triangle it's as simple as looking at one of the most beautiful beings that has ever arrived on the planet and that's of course woman is responsible for getting people in and out okay but mainly certain Parts of the woman which connect to more massive things meaning that the womb of creation is present So let me explain to you once again about the stages because each time another Entity per se in the zodiacal system is present then there's something to learn When you're not seeing that entity as separate than you, thus falling down and worshiping it, bowing down on your face, you can see nothing. Looking straight into it and looking into its eyes, looking into the fear and not being afraid of it, is going to allow you to see everything. That earth's kundalini is moving through earth's body in getting ready to awaken at a certain point, meaning your Kundalini may be in your root chakras, Earth may be in her Manipura or its Manipura chakra, it's androgen, it's two spheres, double D, 2D, meaning two D's coming together. That's the sphere of this planet, okay? So, what we're talking about then is because I don't want people to see any of this as positive and negative, but in a world, there is a whirl, okay? Meaning there is a spiral, okay? And this whirling is the same thing as the Sri and the same thing as the multiple wombs. This whirling makes it go round. And if it didn't go round, it would actually be unmovable, meaning that it would not be in the scope of even being a world. And that's why they talk about When the world will be over is when we go into another stage of consciousness because then it will cease to exist as a two-dimensional projection. It will go into a multi-faceted projection and none of the two-dimensional or dualistic shapes will remain because they cannot remain in the reality of consciousness that we've created. So let's not make it complex. I want to take a break really quick here because I'm about halfway through, maybe even less there's no rush I want you to think about the world in the world okay because the deep knowledge here that's being revealed is that last time I checked in the ancient scripts the name for the supreme being meant unmovable meaning no program no DNA when the world begins or the spiral of the DNA especially dual DNA that's in conflicts okay then that's actually going to create the world as we know it. So when one ceases to get involved in such things, they actually cease to be in a world, however that happens. Some people say, oh, am I going to die? Am I going to die? Oh, my goodness, here we go. How can you die when you just discovered the real key to life? You're dead now. (laughs) Okay, so what we're talking about is, is, when the world begins to move or the world begins to move so slow because you're moving so fast that it even seems to stop and you freeze time you see that's when you can control the world control the world this is the world or the world within what is the world or the world within it is the DNA okay so what was the big beef? The dualistic God, Dios, Deuce, Pater, the first Cadman to attempt to actually get in the CAD or AutoCAD and create a new template. Like I say, Lucifer decided he wanted to be like the creator. <laughs> and so he created something. Well, it only had two-strand DNA. Because the, it was about separation, my friends. Think about what's being said. When one wants to do something all by themselves, the only thing that they can do is create separation. This is a total realization. You must know and include everyone in it. So the act of the creation of the five based body, Lucifer, son of the morning, right? What does that mean? Son of the morning, meaning, Ningreshida and the more meaning dark more which taught the Spaniards and all the rest of these people okay it was a star a pentagram a blazing star that was used to create five the power of God was in man's hand five senses okay and then with the hammers of Thor we created with this hammer and with this sword dualism even when we make babies, they come out dual, okay? And so this is why the great teachers and the wise ones showed up. Three, <laughs> right? So they say, hey, you guys are in two. You maybe you should think about three. Three wise men, okay? Each with symbolisms of how to merge two things together, okay? And this is what started the age of what I call triquera, which is basically three-strand DNA, what you're seeing on the soccer ball right now. Because the mediators, which are the reptiles, the ones with the visica eyes, the ones who play the judge, they're still the Jews, they're still in jury. You see what I mean? What happens is is that they create games like soccer in order to allow people, like Costa Rica's crunk right now because they're winning, but will they really go to the World Cup, right? Will they really go to the chalice? Right. And then all of the symbology that is being used, if you understand what's happening, it's your team versus the other team. Now, so with somebody you like, somebody you don't like, duality, 11-11, we even show the soccer field, 11 players against 11 against 11. So they're taking the template, the blueprint of the body, and then putting it right in front of everyone and then wondering why everyone's attracted to it. Because it's the program that they're on. They're looking into a mirror and they're seeing microcosmic versions of themselves running around all messy. You see? So what happens is, is that then you got your team, but when your team loses, you get sore for a minute. Sorcerer, it's still soccer. So what happens is, this is the name of the teaching of a sorcerer, so it's still soccer. So you get sore for a moment, but then you decide to join another team. And this gets you to the next stage of your so-called uh, uh, as they talk about uh, the next stage of the ranking, okay? So then you, you start to ride with another team. And then even that team loses, you're sore again, and then you make another choice, all the way to the last game, where you've now chose the final team that you're gonna choose. This is it, you say. Yeah. I, my team does not win. If Lancashire or Manchester or, or, or Ghana does not win, then I'm gonna be upset. But that's fine, because at that point, all the sorcerers have done is channel all the energy into one point that can receive it. There's definitely a womb out there in every stadium. That's where they're built on top of. So then they get their control over the womb with the geomancy, get the old famous yin and yang, symbol as old as, as any other symbol in time, and they start the duality on the last game. And then from that point, everyone pole shifts. They either become overall negative or overall positive and they join their actual side and then they go to their next stage because that's what it does because you just switch the person from a zero to a one. It goes to the next stage and then they feel like they've started something new. I'm not going to be dealing with that team anymore. (laughs) You see, so what happens is, is that it's a big thing. When you have someone else and you're on a reality, and you got to understand my dilemma, when you're in a reality and you watch such child's play, literally, but then the damage and the results of why we're not teaching ourselves now and how many uh, quantons, I want to come up with another, another name, that you can get behind when someone else does know what is going on but you don't, and they won't teach it to you. Meaning that when you look in a standard laboratory of today, what you'll see is is you'll see equipment that is off the chain, right? And if you've ever done a little bit of work yourself, you'll know that you didn't need much to really get accomplished what you were trying to do. You just needed a couple mixers, a laser, and then a few other things, right? And then you start, if you, if you not focus on yourself for a moment and just start thinking, but what do they have? <laughs> Meaning, what is, in the, what is in the laboratories in the biggest of secret societies in the world, what which is, is really the military? It's a secret because people don't see it as that. Secrets to have to shroud problem. themselves. And excuse me for this, and then uh, a fraction of time again, but collection. secrets have to shroud themselves in through. plain sight. Pre- so in those kinds of institutions, they're not seen in secret societies, but they have every single thing a secret society, real a real secret society has: a ranking system, a chain of command, things that can't be told to one individual, and I'm changing this now so you we'll have visuals. Things that can't be told to one individual, but can be told another told to another individual. It's top secret, it's classified. This is for your eyes only. That kind of behavior, right? So, but what happens is it has to be in plain sight. So when you see then People in the dimension, I just posted another uh, picture. You start figuring this all out. You figure out what the cabal is. You figure out the cabal is a cable. But this cable or cable toe is shaped like a cube. And that the cube is a symbol of mind control because mind control is in a hexagon. That's why communication is in a hexagon. A hive is in a hexagon. So instead of the hive, organic hive mind of nature, excuse me, meaning that there's a hive that nature exists on, that when you jump into that, you have connection to all the beings that live in nature. You communicate with everything. You communicate with, man, you can imagine how long some of this stuff has really been here, these metals, these elements. So that's the real hive. But then there's an artificial hive is what I'm trying to tell you that this language is and these cubes are. They're artificial hives, so they, turn, they tune you into a hive. Let's say you're American and you're riding on that cube. And you think that that's the only cube. So you look at other people and you think that you're the, you're the best and you're better than them. And this is that stage of mind. And then the other cultures, they do the same thing. But meanwhile, why can't they peep game? Pentagrams on a Chinese flag. Pentagrams on American flag, pentagrams on the Israeli flag. Um, excuse me, there's a hexagram there, and then there's a pentagram on the uh, on the um, the Arab flag. So what is it? It's the grand game. So the, the, the controller. Per se is saying, well, we're going to make them pentagrams and we're going to make them hexagrams and then we're going to just have them keep colliding and going to war with each other. And this is the great work we're going to accomplish this through this chaos on order because that's going to bring the next age and we're going to call that the new world order. And we're never going to reinvent it because it works. After all, why reinvent the wheel? Since our good old father, uh, a Brand the Blessed or or whatever name they're going to give him, uh, Brutus actually gave us as a Germanic god of Golf, who is a North and knows the Norse tradition, and this, they don't even know what the hell's going on anymore. These people they talk them from the cube in their mind, right? You don't know who these beings really are. Interface with no being, you can't interface with no beings from this description with no cube riding in your mind. What you interface with is the infiltration, you interface with the grand form, great shape, and then start talking about something external after that. You would have to come with inner standing after that, because you would have realized all that is within you, unless what you saw scared you, because that's what some people, they get scared when the deity run up on them, and if they can't recognize that that's actually them, then they alter their state of consciousness, and that's why there's always an altar in every template, in every temple there is an altar. And they get down in the altar, and then they forget everything that happened before, and then they wash it all away, and then they come out as supposed to be this new being. But you ain't no new being, (laughs) meaning that this is nothing new in the cube. Like, it's never going to be. That's why they use it, because it always produces the same numbers that they're going to be able to calculate. You have to move in rare form. I say, I'm mysterious. He moves in rare form. To do that, you only simply have to be you. Not the cube, see, because with the cube, if they know every way that it can be turned and everything that can be done with it, that's all this whole tetragrammic and all this whole uh, uh, Jehovian, all these, uh, 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 these numbers that I call them tr- Tron-based numbers that are also run in computers too, the computers flopping, as they call it, a petaflop, flopping in the same increments that our brains are flopping on now. How? Because we've taken the code. So that's why we say we break the code, man. We break the matrix. Who are you talking to? We break the artificial cube, but not our mother. Because anybody who does that is a motherfucker. And that's the real terminology of it, someone who screws in in their own blindness what is actually helping them which I've been a victim of I just have to say that when you become real you get fake people and they because they're trying to be real and you just got to stay in third grade for a while and keep handling as you're watching the transmutation that took place in you to get a deeper perspective of what is going on because as the student remains the teacher so let's keep going we keep going because I was trying to explain to you again that the reptilians have taken themselves as the mediators because of the schism that occurred in the real craft, meaning there was a mutiny on board and some have dreamed about this when I airlocked everywhere all the bad ones on the other side of the ship. And this was because some went back to one-strand DNA. <laughs> and this was an issue because one-strand DNA, because if you could imagine, so what was presented then that Lucifer screwed up created the two-strand DNA and the only thing that was left is to either figure out how to make no DNA meaning take everyone back to a, a program where they had no program extreme deprogramming. that's called like walking your way out of it rather than going through it trying to reach nine and then jumping out the side just backing out from one to zero right oh my goodness those who went from their two-strand DNA which were workers of the craft back into their reptilian DNA, immediately got locked onto a hive because that hive already existed. It was the sheath of the foundation for universes that existed before us, i.e. dinosaur, okay? So what happened is, is that those individuals in that stage of consciousness didn't mesh well with the reality. It was, a, it was primitive compared to even a two-strand DNA reality. So understand, Lucifer, light bearer, was trying to jump the entire thing off by becoming a catalyst of duality by separating itself from God. Meanwhile, it's all a big plan. You see what I mean? For three to come into play, meaning the triquera, the trinity, or when everyone triangulates themselves and then actually figures out where they are and that they're gods. That was Egypt. And then all of a sudden the door opens up and then the door has this blazing fire right there. And the only people that can go through it are the ones with no fear. That's the sphinx. So then there was those that walked over into the fire and actually came out sexed, meaning Actually having two components two interlacing triangles a male female somewhat of an androgenin. okay? And then from that point realizing that they had a womb that can incept in concept meaning a male or a female That then they realized that they could begin to discover the spaces that were outside of time Because this was allowing endless replication sex does be fruitful multiply was the first command so it keeps multiplying, multiplying, as long as we're multiplying, it's gonna be difficult to be terminated. So at that point, by the time we would come to the end of time, we would have figured it out. So that's what this is all about, is that we figured it out. Now it's about getting other people in their own facet, in their own way of seeing things. After all, these cycles have run across, because people are on different stages now. You get worlds entwined within worlds, right? So think about this. Let's get back to our visual here before we take a break. I'm posting a picture here, and it should be very clear then that when someone steps up as mediator, it means that they take the role of the reptile. And this is because the reptile is more like a very stern creature that makes sure that three-dimensional matrices are always available despite the heroes that come through that want to actually collapse them. Okay, So they become like the guardian angels of 3D based realities. We're not talking positive or negative here. Just you'll see this everywhere once you understand what is actually taking place and, wh- and, and why symbolism is used and then acts are carried out. And I'm posting another picture here. Obviously, you can see the belt there. This is no mystery by the way there's hundreds of pictures like this in different settings so don't just think it was a a good shot in that oh because I, I see people nowadays they're regressing they're like well do do you think she's really involved in that i'm like man i need to stop talking because i'm not gonna go back to trying to go to the abcs again with this whole thing about what you see is WYSIWYG. what you see is what you get this is, this is Wicca in a tense. Look at it. it. What you see is what you get. They bend, meaning that they actually bow and bend themselves into an aspect in the reality in order to become the mediators. And because the mediators have certain benefits in the reality, everything has its pros and cons, but it's nothing new. These are ancient walls I'm showing you the pictures of right here. Let me make sure it's great. We're sound still on. You know how it could have been an hour by now, but I see the sound still on, so let's go. So again, these are, these are ancient walls, so it was all the same. So this is also why I'm telling you there's cycles to this. Don't think that okay, so we're on five and six, and five and six has never came before. That's not what's happening. Anyone, excuse me, working with their chakras knows this. That you keep cycling, right? So you'll be at five and six again, but you either be wax stronger or wax. Or waxed uh, or waned. You'll be either waxed stronger or you would have waned. Every time you revisit, notice how certain people always come around at a certain time. People that are closer in your orbit, you see them every day, while either people further out in your orbit, you may see them once a year. And then if you were really peeping everything that was going on, if you were a stickler for detail, you would notice that there's other people that you keep crossing by that you don't know. Like that same guy in traffic, he's like, oh, he's going to work. Should we always pass each other. You even start honking. What the hell's going on? Orbit's. Okay, so while everyone's on Earth's orbit, I'm causing a 2012, meaning a lineup. Within everyone, let's line up. It's like, let's go ahead and finish these bridges. Then you can't build no bridge halfway. This means you can't give people pieces of the knowledge and then not give them the rest of the way. But the rest of the way is experience. So that's why I'm making my move. That's why open source spirituality will begin. Because the real experience without interruption will come forth on the planet without delay. So let me, again, take a brief moment, get some water, get myself refreshed. I got about 30% of the conversation left. Still deciding if I'm going to take any questions, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to take those questions inside the chat box so that way people can, can communicate and, and at least ask their questions because I'm, I'm not saying also when people say that... Uh, where people think that, oh, this is the last season, oh my goodness, no one's going to go away. And, you know There's no fear here, okay? And as I told you before, it's, it's, it's the manner of the mission. In this case, it's the mission. I'm with the mission. So what we all have to see is that from here, the only thing is that it can only get better, that my interaction with this reality will be in the full form of who I am. Because what happens is, is that sometimes things need to cultivate you know, if you, Even I'm looking at my filing system, filing system's all messed up, and you know, I just moved into a new place, and there's a new baby here, and then there's people that have led, people that have cane, and stuff's organized. That's not going to produce what I would want to produce as an expression of what we really have, have come across here and what we're really actually about because the transmutation and all the knowledge of how to complete it is right before us. We know how to do it. We ran through it in a very rough way, but now we need to get the proper people that are gonna really support to take this to where it needs to go. And it's not a problem with asking for people to to assist and to support you. When a person can go and assist and support, they build right now a $50 million building down there, right? So everyone assist and support and build another cube. So when it's time to build a cube, then peep the game. When it's time to build another cube, everyone to another wall, right? You can always get people to sign up to build a wall, (laughs) but when it comes time to tear down the wall, that's when you look around and you don't find too many people wanting to be there to actually pull that wall down, okay? And so this also has to do with your strength of, of, of your real power, because when you come into your true power, you knock down walls. It's like you break down walls, and then also you are a guardian in that. Like, you becoming the bridge also means you're a portal, so you do play customs. You're the one that's saying, okay, you being coming from uh, uh, fifth spatial, these beings here actually need this kind of parallax of you, this kind of uh, projection from you, because we know you can project anything. You can even project fear, but that's not what these beings need. You get it? So through me, you come through me, and then I will shape, form, and fashion you in the proper expression to communicate with these people. So I'm telling you what's really happening is that when these supposedly other states of consciousness, the ones even that are trying to help, the ones that are trying to hurt, they need to come through a pentagram. They need to come through something that can shape, form, and fashion them in, into the right geometry to be able to get into this reality, to be able to, uh, to go into this net, OK? Because g- certain geometries, the net resists them. It, they can't get in it. They can't get through the atmosphere. And this is why even in our world, Phi is based on the shell, because the shell are the atmospheres that we're creating. But this is why Phi was given the symbol of the pentagram, uh, 72 degrees times 5 equaling 360 degrees, because that is the angle that the Jehovian sphere, 72, which is the Shem 72 names of God, and even in collaboration with the Saturnalian sphere is actually entering or impregnating the grid or this planet or the net or the lattice work, which is in the shape of a known yoni, okay? So it becomes, like, I'm, li- I'm listening to it now because I'm also talking, I'm listening, but it makes perfect sense. And I even feel you today that it makes perfect sense to you that you see, well, look, this is the entire art of creation. It's actually in me. There's even examples of it in the world, sometimes many bad examples. But it is still based on real principles that do when you meditate on them they actually unlock anything that you may be focusing on right then any kind of questions that you may have it's going to give you the true answers whether you want to take that or not and so sometimes it be like bitter medication meaning that it the taste is bitter but the benefit it far outweighs that which is sweet meaning that if someone tells you hey Maybe you need to work a little bit more on your skills like you need to present that in a better way you can't you take that and you take that as a lesson and you look at yourself because this only mirrors and so me I'm going to do it every time because I signed up for this Meaning I signed up for the transmutation of the full expansion of my consciousness. Already took the DNA to a whole nother level. I see the grid. Like when I'm at night, when I open up my eyes and I can see different grids. And then it took me time to figure out what those grids really were in English. (laughs) But if I had just sat down and really felt it, I would have really known what it already was. Those shells in which that I put around me. Those things and those languages and those constructs and those blueprints and those templates in which I've accepted I've done this, and in that, when you gain all of those shields and medals and medallions and all these different things, and you start putting it all on you, that's why all this stuff is shaped, like geometry, all the shields and, you know, pentagrams and all this stuff is geometry, because you're just adding more clothes, C-L-O-T-H-E-S, C-L-O-S-E, more clothes to yourself, so that way you're closed up and you're in fear, because all of what you're wearing is what's differentiating you from everything else. It's like, look at this, no one has one of these. Mm, that's supposed to be a benefit. <laughs> huh? How are you gonna be in a place where you have something that nobody else does, and then somehow you're gonna find yourself comfortable? And even greater, how are you gonna somehow escape becoming some kind of oligarch or baby Illuminati yourself? Because that's all that kind of activity breeds. So this is why we understand that. And we want with the with the wholeness of our heart to begin to Show people how to make this transformation, how to sign up for it without considering time. This means not saying I'm in a rush to do this, I'm too late. All these kind of different uh, accents of time that you may put on yourself and then start performing that great work of merging these opposites that are going on inside of you that that are results of the temples or the templates that you've traveled through to begin to actually merge all those into the belief in one this is true monotheism within inside of yourself, thus collapsing that last stage that pyramid, which is the symbol of the Tetragrammaton. Then collapsing that pyramid even further, which is the symbol of the, uh, of the ineffable name. And then collapsing that symbol even further, which is actually the symbol of the trinity. And then collapsing that symbol even further, which is the symbol of the god which is dualistic. And then collapsing that symbol even further, which is the point of origin before the bang. And then collapsing that symbol even further to realize that the point before the bang, meaning before division, when you had all your power, when it was limitless, when we were all together, when we were all family. See, that's, that's what we're going into, and it shall not delay. This is not something that I necessarily say when it's going to and not happen, except for with myself. Meaning that you're the person responsible for deciding when you're going to get in this. But don't believe that it's just going to get started when you get there. The party's been going on. Meaning that it's been expansion. This is what I fill my mind with and especially before I go to bed, is just the grandiose things that are already going on in the worlds that are perfected, the ones where everyone came back together as family. Nobody's trying to marry. Nobody's trying to part from one another. Nobody's trying to claim something. Nobody's trying to possess something. There's no certificates. There's no borders. There's no laws. There's no walls. There's no rules. There's no oaths. There's no pacts. There's no ethics. There's no creeds. There's no cultures. There's no colors. There's no lines. You see, all of that dissipates in the world in which we create, and this is what it is. It's groupthink. group think. This is what open source does. It creates a world that is habitable, baby, meaning that, see, I'm not on no street dream. I've seen street dreamers. I've seen people who wish they could do something and then wish until they die. Like, I've had the opportunity to live that kind of life. And so for me, myself, I would always have to say, well, make sure, Sonny, that you're not doing the same thing everyone else is doing, and imagining that you're more than you're not. You need to actually bring forth the tools, bring your clear proofs, and that's what I was saying. People don't need to ask me anymore about what I think about something. Look at the clear proofs, like either study your own intuition, read the code of the matrix, because everyone went under the bus then, but realize that it breaks down to one simple thing. If you want to make it simple, for those who like simple, as they say they do, even though I know that they don't, until you get that cube out of your mind, you won't like simple, but it's as simple as never giving up your power to anything or to anyone. There's nothing outside of you. You can never be separated because it's impossible. We're all in the same biorhythm. I like someone posted something that said the way to think outside the box is to know that there is no box meaning to remove the entire framework from how you're trying to comprehend this all together and get into the beautitude, meaning the actual process of yourself where you're not thinking, thus sending signals out, what do they think about me, my stuff? That way you're not able to be let down. You can't fall as an angel, meaning you create something great and then all of a sudden it gets turned into debasement by those who cannot comprehend it. But even their sheer interaction with it allowed them to grow. So let's go ahead and see if I can get some whole music going on here. I'm not going to leave everyone in silence because some people just tune in and then they're um, and there's more to this. Uh, and it's almost done, though, but some very key things. And, uh, and let me see here. Let me put some stuff on because, as I was saying, some people tune in and then they don't hear anything. And then the whole music is going on and they're like, okay, maybe something happened and I missed it. So here we go. Let me see. um, Let's try this. All right. I'm not even sure if that actually can be heard. This is just our regular isochronic, relax for a moment, whole music. And let me see if that's actually coming through. Okay. I guess not. But you can hear it a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and take a really, really brief. Uh, moment. I want to recharge. I want you to also go recharge. Shake it off a little bit. Do some <laughs> and you know and just kind of like stop thinking for a moment, especially if you feel somewhat overloaded and then realize what's simple. Also realize there's a rewind button. Like it's not all going to leave today. There's no such thing as time. See what's been delivered because it actually gives you the keys to everything. It gives you the way out of the cube. It lets you know the entire identity of the cube or the cable or the cabal of the language, it's true use and purpose. How it's a lack of expression to who you really are and how once you begin to realize that, you realize that there is no cube, meaning that that does not belong to you. If anything, that it's something that belongs to everyone or no one and that you have a a greater sense of expression. It's already emitting from you. It does not need to be replaced because remember, what the grid is doing, so you can get, get it really clear, what this artificial grid is doing is creating a fake you, a clone. This is the Clone Wars. It creates a fake you using cubic shapes that are supposed to be like our real organic mother's yoni. And it's just not. It doesn't even feel the same. So let's take a break. Okay, here we go. I'm going to wait for a confirmation that everyone can actually hear me and then we're going to go ahead and get into the final segment of today's show. And once again, I'm just doing the sound test and I'm asking anyone that may be able to hear me to do so or just notify me in the chat box. And if not, then I'll go ahead and see if I can adjust some things here, but I'll wait for a moment. Okay, great. All right. So, we've actually made some massive progress in our experience here in this world, especially today, because we can see things as they really are. We've, in a sense, activated the third eye, but on a totally different level, not looking for simply physical phenomena to be as a confirmation of that, but the simple vibration of clarity. And the clearness from this conversation should surely be is us becoming adept or adult at realizing what the language's use is, realizing how it's not that, great of a, uh, not that great of a tool to use to express yourself, to not abandon it entirely, but also to realize when you may have been doing too much of it, and that your time could be better spent in creating something that is multifaceted, that gives everyone a bitter, better ins- <laughs> maybe that, better, that bitter uh, uh, medicine that works out for them and allows them to cultivate themselves properly. So that's what we're talking about here. So I wanted to um, again finish off, of, so whoever does have any questions, you can go ahead and type that question into the chat box in all caps, and then I'll start looking there to answer that. but I'll also go on and talk about really the the future of what I would say today is religion. And this is because overall, when we really think about our expansion, we realize that the greatest work that has to still be done, and like a good friend of mine says, what we get to do is a prism break. A prism break. P-R-I-S-M-B-R-E-A-K because if you take a cube and then you cut it in half you get a triangle. Just like if you take a circle and you cut it in half you get a D, right? So then you can say that the D is a triangle, okay? And the D, of course, is the Delta which is also the triangle so the triangle just by itself, what I'm saying, is a symbol of the division. And what we have the opportunity to do is a prism break. And I'm going to tell you that in this, there's somewhat of a quasi-war going on, if you may. Like everyone understands the word worship and the conflict and all this. And then sometimes we can imagine wanting to be out of it. And even so much where we don't, we don't see that we're in it. And it's going to take more than just a thought. To rid ourselves of it entirely it's going to be putting an end to all wars and to do that what you would have to do is you would have to set your captives free meaning in every tense and every border that there is and there's those that are caged in their own minds for whatever reason you have to realize that there's a reason why people do what they do like even when you look at criminals in in, in in Russia or something if people that you're not even thinking about people you can't even feel it, it, but yet claim empathy but seeing cows in a cage but not noticing that there is humans in cages thousands of them as they say is more black men now in, in, in prison than there were as slaves in 1850 but it's more there's other countries there's people being in prison so what the pri- prison break is about is giving these prisoners also an opportunity to realize that sovereignty and sustainability go together and that the releasing of their energy and the clearance of whatever they're dealing with will actually be their release from any kind of prison, no matter what any kind of sentence may be that's given out by a lesser court. And so this is about real metamorphosis. I want people to take a look at when they do get a chance to look at this gentleman by the name of now, I'll put his name in here and let me just make sure I, I spell it right. Because this is going to be some of the action that we're going to be getting into. I'm no dummy. I'm not going to be like Hugo putting clocks together <laughs> as fast as clocks are being broken on a treadmill. You would need to go and you want to raise Kundalini, right? You want to raise the planet's kundalini. You will need to do that from the depths. This means everyone emancipates, baby. Everyone goes into a massive state of consciousness and a greater level of perspective of who they are, which is everything. No one will be left behind. How could you call such things? This is real talk. How could you call such things? What kind of dynamics would you need to be dealing with to cause such phenomena? This is the question I would propose to any so-called master or great one. What kind of method would you propose to deal with the masses in in their current tense? What has worked? And why has it failed? Okay? So these are the questions that, as a real person, like, I'm going to ask myself. When you're being awake, you're just asking questions to yourself, and you're giving yourself the real answers. Then you go and find those answers with courage and will. Once you find those answers, those answers turn, they, they turn you inside out, <laughs> literally. They give you an entire perspective of everything that's going on because, after all, you were in the lie, and then now there's a real truth. Some people think the matrix thing is just a movie still. It's like there's certain symbolism in the reality. No, it's a real thing. Many of those components are more real than they are fake. So what happens here is, is that when you study, the, you study the, the bodies, okay, and that's the geometries, Right? but without straight lines, when you study the bodies, and that's through experience, you actually realize that it's vibration, that everything's about vibration, because if we can generate more energy, then there's more energy to go around, and you don't actually feel tired, you don't actually feel like there's something you cannot do because you have this this lack of something, and the only something there could be is energy. So we introduce free energy for the body, Okay, which is what's coming, it's going to change the dynamic. They kill people for this, okay? And the reason why they can't kill now is because we have other entities that are stationed that if they even attempt to bring a sword, they judge and they will be judged because that's how you create a non-battle field, right? This is what you see in a laboratory. You create a space, and then you, don't, you choose what frequencies you allow in that space. Anything that tries to come into that space is repelled, and this leads you to a secret. I call it eating yourself. Now, notice this. I'm going to give you a big key here. On your skin, this is what I was talking about. The skin was synonymous with the serpent. When the real wisdom was going around, they were saying that the skin was a serpent because it protected the rest of the body, and even the scale is left on the human being, and that's their nail, and that this actually is shiny, and that it gives off this radiance, and then we, it's directly tied into our aura, right? But the even deeper thing is that on the surface of the skin, there are Hundreds of thousands of microorganisms, they are really there. And what they do is that every time an invasive organism or virus lands on your skin surface, and it happens all the time, they eat it up. They literally eat it up. And so this leads to a secret, too, about how these worlds work, because there's a quantum energetic thing going on with consumption, right? It's a big thing. And what you realize is is that, (laughs) jeez, What you realize is is that eating yourself (laughs) basically leads you to this point where, or that concept of eating yourself leads you to this point where you realize that you actually are cultivating things, and if you can get it cultivated properly, you can eat it from yourself. A good example of that is urine therapy. I mean, some people still don't understand what that's all about, and some even try to just crazy and went into it and then didn't realize what they need to do and how to get themselves prepared. But to bring this into proper scope for you, if you drink the right water, the right water, okay, and then you eat the right things, because most of the minerals are not absorbed by the body, which is why you need some kind of enzymes and some type of probiotics to help you, to help you process that, that you actually do it yourself, that if when your urine is, is proper, that it actually creates the probiotic or enzyme version of the element that you just put in. So then it needs to be reintroduced back into the body because it just actually went through an alchemical process. Okay, when you drink something, it goes through an alchemical process and then it comes out. Is it gold? <laughs> so that was real alchemy, okay? So that's one example of eating yourself. <laughs> the other one is the one I just recently discovered about the hair. Now, I've known this for a long time but I, uh, about certain things about the hair, but there were some key pieces that were put together just recently, which is the reason why I'm kind of wearing the beard. I don't know. It may not be here forever, but I am rocking it now because I just went over a really awesome period, and I noticed that there was a greater level of pres- preservation of that period within the last two weeks of growing this because this is present, because I've recognized how when I removed this, how that particular period, because I'm really in control of my brain and what's there and what's not there, seems to get a lot more hazy and I can't actually access it or remember it as well. So then I went and researched what hair is really made out of and found out hair is made of protein. Then obviously I already am up on game that the DNA is basically just in the protein uh, generation. Like it just keeps saying produce protein, produce protein because it's the building blocks to everything. So then I started realizing that people that have good periods can actually save their hair in a tense from that period and begin to cultivate a little bit more with themselves as long as their hair, which is like a tree or a root itself growing, is nourished properly with some kind of oils and things that you will put on your skin and on your body, that stuff that we don't use anymore. Because you, notice what, you know, let's say, for instance, the skin is a snake. It may be a boa. It may not be a cobra, okay? The skin is a snake. What are you feeding it, right? And so if you feed it all this stuff like treachery blah, 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 which is all these salt, right, you're basically not only poisoning yourself, but you're also feeding your protection something that's going to really weaken it. Right. And this is like I'm, I'm this is a big thing because it shows and I'm getting back to what I was trying to remember, but it shows in deep levels how this skin thing and this protection is is deeper than most people ever think. And that if they can nourish their skin better and if they can nourish their hair better and people have been talking about this for a long time, but this is so integral to in expansion with your aura and allowing your aura to become resonant, but also, it could be very disastrous for someone who's keeping their hair and keeping different things for prolonged periods of time, especially through periods of great sadness and periods of uh, of, through uh, great turmoil. Sometimes they call that a lock, right? And then you lock or you braid that particular time and that moment in there. And so sometimes with everything, when you study energetics, you realize some people have a lot of stuff that they need to let go. I mean, they just have all this pent up baggage that they're carrying around. It's like the fool with the pack on the back and they just need to let that go really and let it you know go go into something new because think about it going into something new means even rearranging the room you start working simple right you just rearrange the room then you start rearranging where you live then you start rearranging and then this is how you make the physical movements but trust me i'm not also trying to uh to delay people at their expansion because this stuff can get complex when you don't know anything about it in the first place so that's why we're really launching a major effort to bring not only certain things into the reality that help people with their energy, but also get the curriculum that's associated with this process in a way in which people can access that information in the stages that's necessary to actually get, uh, to gain what can fully, be, um, what can fully occur with this, with this knowledge, especially with the experience. So Really what Open Source Spirituality is really about is it's going to be at SecretEnergy.com. It's, there's actually a page there now that you can register. And what this is really about is this is about actually creating something to where people get a curriculum-based walk. And that's like the hard, the, uh, we got the hard uh, notes from the resistance, like how we started and, you know, what we thought about things at a certain point and how we kept completely evolved into a totally different state of consciousness to really then come full circle all the way back to self realizing there was no other states of consciousness and collapsing fear and all those different things those are compressed and deeply encoded and encrypted levels of knowledge and parts of what gets a person off of the path that they're stuck on meaning to understand the way you walked into the forest is the easiest way to get out and so what happens with uh, a lot of this is that we have to realize where deprogramming comes in at. People are really award oriented. They, like, they want some kind of certificate, some kind of medal, some kind of, of, of declaration that they've actually gone into something different, right? And it's fine and dandy for a lot of the expanding culture to say, but yeah, but that's the, wrong, that's the wrong way. And then, but it's an entirely different thing to say, okay, well, how can we fix that? And Can we build a bridge to it? Because surely a bridge means someone's got to go back across, right? But the one who's going back across is going back with a mission. It's like when you watch the new X-Men. I barely even watched it because it was a bad copy on the Internet. But if you understand the entire scope of the thing, it's just about going back into the past to prevent things that are going to happen in the future. And it seems like we want to do that so much, but the power has not been given because we're focusing on things that we will want to change that either would throw everything off the line about who we are now and thus make us start over again are things that we already need to deal with and clear. So this means that you gotta get into integral work with people to be able to release this kind of energy, or do you? And so this is what I started saying to myself, is that how many examples of perfection are actually here in the reality, meaning things that are still remaining that bear the, sem- the semblance of something that is actually still in its perfected state. And Fortunately, I was able to find many things still in their pristine state that it wasn't difficult to acquire. And I started realizing that to show an individual perfection at times, or what the perfection that they could be, you, you need to somehow create something that sends out that energy and sends out that signature. Because everything that we're dealing with in reality, what I'm telling you, is, just a, is, uh, is sometimes the all, or the best that a person could do at showing us who we really are. And so now with, with what's available and now with what we know, and that's why this is a very special time, with the clarity of this kind of knowledge, not only spiritually and realizing who we are, then we get a chance to re- look at ourselves again and realize the beauty of the entire thing. And then we also get a chance to not just look at it and criticize it, but also enhance it from a clear state of mind and a clear state of being of how it's gonna affect everyone us being collectively involved in the decision it's not hard to make a choice that everyone is actually going to benefit from like that's you see what I mean it's I don't wanna get on the podium here and start giving people this uh, self self uh, help and motivate yourself speech but I think that that's been what's been going on for years and, and a lot of people achieve that but there's some people who haven't and, what I noticed is is that that's where our, real, that's where I will find myself still um, in all of this is, as I was mentioning earlier, I said all that to say this if you send a curriculum and let me get this, um, let me get this up if you send a curriculum into the areas that people are trapped in the prisms, and you vibrate them you teach them how to unlock themselves, then you will have no issue dealing with what you're calling the malevolent forces that they say are dead but dreaming. Because all of the state of consciousness, when we go to sleep, wherever these people are in the world, they all go into the same grid. And some of the things that are happening in those dreams that people are thinking are real is because some of those consciousness are like, they need to get out. And so they're getting out anyway. The person who's locked up's mind is more on the astral plane than it is here. It still has that character that they are there. So the more frustrated they get, the more frustrated they get over there because there's also a lack of access to certain things. So and access to things or frequencies that people can be bought down to. Meaning, if you pull yourself down very into, uh, very low into low frequencies, you're in the netherworld. And what the netherworld is is what's forgotten. What's forgotten is the poor, the prisoners, really all the peas, Why the popes are down there praying on them. Okay. So what happens is, is that when you really think about what this is about when someone would shine a shield like a pentagram, is what they were really saying is, is that the mother, okay, like the mother, Venus, who's tracing out a pentagram in the sky, but with a bow, notice the procession is a bow, That these are the warriors that are coming forth to defend her creations, okay? And that, that's what that shield really meant. When a shield turned upside down, I mean, it's inverted. So what I'm telling you is, is that with every planet, there is... What we call a positive side, there's a negative side, and then there's balance. Work to uncover the positive side as also being a pole, okay? Because this is why, you got to understand why the white robes and all that stuff come out is because there is a hiding in a tense of that that is also polarized, this is a big part of transparency, people, is that you got to realize that the people that are saying that they're good and saying that they're good and they're always staying over here and good, 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 and they haven't even explored and experienced themselves, that's not good. <laughs> okay? what From that word, good, we actually get God and we get a whole other dynamic, but reality is, is that what we're talking about truly is to achieve balance because then you get out of this whole what you think is good, and then what you think is malevolent, and then you start seeing that these two are both in the same category. But guess what? Malevolence seems to be the one that you see the easiest, meaning you can easily see the malevolence. But it becomes very difficult to see that these so-called acts of good are also polarized because these acts of good of, of, of and, and I love it because a lady explained to me, she called it socialism. This is a big thing that people... You know, if, if you're from whatever kind of lifestyle, but you been really educated, you're not going to understand completely what these words mean, but it be, breaks down to something simple. It's taking from other people in order to give to someone else for whatever the reason is, okay, and what this ultimately breeds. And this is big because this is the Robin Hood character, which is actually a part of your, your everyone's path. They start feeling like they're this gladiator. And they must destroy every single thing, especially the Illuminati, and then bring the Illuminati's back to everyone, body back to everyone, so everyone can cheer, right? So this person actually still remains trapped in this whole dynamic that there must be one that is destroyed, so that another one can actually live, right? Because then this kind of perspective is always going to remain relative to your own nucleus and what you're experiencing it could get as simple as just your child it could get as simple as your company it could get as simple as your 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 your, the color preference you see your race it could keep that's what you're dealing with in this world this quantum shell of what is summed up as socialism which is the robin hood just think of it as this idea that you can go and take from somebody else to give to somebody else and take, the, take from the Illuminati and go and give to people. Like It's still a wrong state of mind to accomplish what it is that needs to be done in this real great work. Not the fake great work, which is fake great work is just throwing everyone in the conflict and standing back and seeing what happens. <laughs> the real great work is getting in there and being the bridge. That's like a mother. A mother is going to raise the child. She's not going to sit back and talk all day about how the child should be raised in logic, right? So someone in logic talking about, well, the pamper is going to be there, and then once the pamper and the child, Dookie's in the pamper, and the the child's going to get a rash, and then they're watching this whole process take place but never lift a finger. That's logic. So understand that there are those who walk the path, and there's those who talk about walking the path, but then when those who really walk the path get a moment to actually say something about it, which is what I've done, I believe, for the last five years, it turns into this. And then it also turns into a grand experience for all of us. And so that's why I see this entire transformation of, our, our, of what we've done as a really good first example or mold in itself for how we can introduce something into society that takes even the most diverse states of consciousness, one who is actually diametrically opposed to the creator, that means an enemy of God and not having a problem with it, into the individual that realizes that they are everything and thus completely destroys the, 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 and the, dualist, the dualistic DNA or the programming altogether and starts with something that's not as limited as 22 chromosomes or anything that you can actually shape, form, or fashion. That's the transmutation. But, there's always a but to this because there's always a backside. Notice, when you're looking in the mirror, you often miss the backside. That's, that's for a reason because we never see really what's hidden. But the backside to this, or what I call the back room is, There is a show, there is a drama that must act itself out, with everyone playing as a role in an orchestra to bring forth a tone and vibration that creates the realization of why we would need something like this and how something like this could even be created for us. See, we create a world that we all go and live in again. And we have the opportunity to create a magnificent world that we go on to next. But if everyone's sitting here lamping in a camp peep game, basically, that the planet is a womb, and that obviously a womb opens at a certain point, and then baby comes out. And then what is on the outside generally was the same thing that your skin was trying to protect you from in the last world that you were in, okay? And then when you transcend that, right, that you break through that barrier and then you go into another frequency and generally that frequency is somewhat disorientating so you start off like new again this is like coming into the world baby mama you just don't know what the hell just happened because now you're in new geometry what we're talking about is we're talking about becoming astrally invested we're talking about understanding when we pull out of a sphere exactly what sphere we're going back into we're we're talking about standing at the door of reincarnation and becoming professional reincarnators. We're talking about bringing spirit tech, meaning the actual merging between what in the future is real technology, meaning the what was assisting things on a quantum level. Was it crystals? Yes, it was. So bringing the real tech that's in nature into the reality in order to give us the energy that is necessary for us to repair our vehicles. But look, such ideas, such ideas, they think, well, man, those, that's you can't do that. Blah blah blah. There's a lot of thoughts, right? So this is why you want to stop talking about it and just do it. In fact, it's already done. It was piece by piece by piece. And guess what? A lot of the individuals that have been key to that are now arriving now. I have a lot of important people that I'm meeting here within a moment that we're going to talk about big things. But it's not just going to be about the talk. It's going to be about the action because, as you see, secret energy is about at 18 and 19 percent. What it actually is, again, is it takes you through the courses that are necessary, step by step, for you to be able to access the next level of information. And the reason why this is important is because some would say, well, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. But think about it. Do you give your child a porno? <laughs> Meaning that is the gap between much of real spirituality versus where everyone is at. A baby and just giving a baby something like that that just, You see what I mean? So think about it. Why would you give people the highest level of spirituality ever available to man when they're actually in a stage of still realizing who they really are? Think of what they'll really see, right? So this is the integral part of this. This is like, okay, well, when does everyone slow down for a moment and actually figure out what's really going to assist? Me, I'll do it. So what it is, is is that, first of all, Our platforms have to be hosted offshore. Like we can't be hosting and keeping information in places where people that are not even respecting our rights and respecting our liberties have access to that. It just doesn't fly. You see what I mean? Second, it needs to form itself as something that creates a value that is not associated with money. That is the key to open source. Open source is something that you actually, everyone has a vested interest in it. And generally that vested interest is knowledge. And it's important for you to check this out. There's a, uh, a company that just came out of Israel. It's called sci That's S-C-I-O. Typing it here in the chat box. And what they did is, is that they created the world's first handheld molecular scanner. And I, I believe I may have talked about this briefly before. But what that does is just identifies anything that you put it on. So if I put it on this, it'll say 22% rubber, 51%. Um, elastic, whatever. It'll tell me the composite of that. And it will do that with pretty much anything. But the way that it's working is because it just knows, it can just read the molecular signature, but it's people's responsibility to tag different things. And because they made this device open source and rather cheap, it's only like $250, the next comparison to a device like that is like $20,000. So all the laboratories are adapting it. All the, schools, the uh, high-end schools are adapting it. So this means that you'll have people in laboratories that will be scanning molecular compounds for the first time and being able to give us the genetic makeup of certain things and then we will have a molecular scanner in our hands to be able to determine what that is. And so they actually coined this sixth sense because it's every bit of some level of sixth sense, it's uh, still electronic and technical, right? But it's identifying the material of everything that you are dealing with. This means that if you put it in a smoothie, if you put it in your your cereal, if you put it in whatever, it's going to tell you what's there. That's going to change the game. But that kind of game-changing idea, this company was making about $40,000 every three hours. It finished uh, at $2.7 million. It's one of the highest Kickstarters ever funded. But what was the engine? Open source. Open source also means that i can tell you this. I'm not sitting here like, oh my goodness, I can't tell anybody. I gotta get my idea formulated first. I need to patent it. I need to put it in, I need to process, I need to get some work for me, non-disclosure, non-supervention. Oh, he's gonna steal it from me. Oh, I gotta change the name. Uh, who's the owner? Uh, who, what percentage? See? That's the whole problem here. If you never work with that, then we ain't gonna get <laughs> I think I think like the Jay Electronica guy said it, regardless who you vote for. If the mind don't grow and the poverty line doesn't go but the dope keeps coming and the tv keeps flashing images of a sports car you're down for a coke war i mean exactly meaning that if you don't actually get right into where this is the root of where this is all coming from like relieving people's current stressed <laughs> current what's happening right now that stress Then all of the other eloquent stuff, the stuff that requires you to have a couple medallions yourself to realize that you want to let all that go and then go to the next level of yourself, meaning a chakra jumper, someone who actually, even though mastering something, is willing to go in as a child again, but together. Because remember, you don't have to be that lonely child going down that, there it is, you don't have to be that lonely child going down that tube, and you don't know where you are, what's going on, what's happening, You don't have to be that. When we go together, these kind of incubations processes stop because this particular template becomes obsolete. The organs in the state of the organs and their vibratory frequencies in which they're on don't become the actual same organs that we're using to create our next stage of consciousness. But because there's always a backside, in a shadow world that is actually the reflection of what you're doing, such things will take place. And that's the big mystery. The big mystery here is, is that in the shadow world, is we're, this, is the sha- this is the holographic perspective. There's a shadow here, and then there's what we're creating, what we're doing, and then we're sending a shadow from that. That's called a wave. And those waves equal the frequency, and those frequencies, they equal So what you're really talking about then, not to make it really complex at all, but once you vibrate one of these, it's like a bell, and then all of them start ringing. And when they start ringing, that means the spheres play. When they show up, the celestials wake up. It's like, yo, you're looking at the great guitar is there asleep. You're like, yo, man, Saturn, wake up, man. You're no longer dead and lead. You're wisdom and father. Yo, Venus, straighten your stuff up. Put your clothes back on. Your power, your integrity, you're the womb. You're the creator. Hey, yo, Mercury, come back. We're listening now. You know? It's, it's really deep, man, when you really think about it. Because never in life have we had the opportunity to get the whole story. Like, everyone that came through, and then, then in that not prostrated ourselves to it, and then, and then started seeing it as something beside us. We put it back in, that's where it is. It's like, put these pieces back in. You see? You see what it is? You put the pieces back together. And then you build that ladder. And then that ladder and that bridge, there's no need anymore. You can erase that program. You can can put it all there in one symbol. They may even call it the symbol of the cross. Like, yo, that's when we once crossed each other. (laughs) And we just fade away as we feel the energetics, even from our backs, meaning that we're going into something greater, like, I don't want humans to feel like they're going into something less, because that's not what's happening. What's happening is for the first time we're realizing that, hey, we got something to do here. <laughs> hey, there's actually something that, that I really can do. There's something that to be involved in, and it starts inside of me. It's changing me. It's real And I can no longer at all participate in false frequencies, even if it just means third grade. But there are others to come, meaning that those who gain the knowledge, they read something at one time. That's what we're all doing. It's like you pick up a couple crumbs. You read that, and like, man, this is it. Man, how many times have you said, this is it? I got it. If you got somebody you could talk to, like your mom, mom, I really found out. found out this time, and she's just laughing because you keep finding out. You find out your magnificence. And so that's it, everyone, for today. What will follow is a large amount of connection, (laughs) a place where people can come and express themselves freely, where no one will be missed, where nothing will be hidden, where all will be made available to those who show that they are ready to reach that. And that judgment in itself will not be something that any of us take a role on but ourselves, meaning that our achievements will be based on our actions. And then we will no longer live in a world where there are people who demand all the respect and demand our devotion, but yet have not accomplished the deeds and the activities that are necessary for them to truly guide such a great people into the total realization At all itself. So to you, brothers and sisters, I welcome you to this new stage of our consciousness, a time that is in history that we can visit at any moment. It's a great time. The day after ascension, if you may. And it's the time that we identified the cube. Oh, six face and six-faced Saturn alien knowledge about time, communication, programming, and all the different things that you need to know in order not to when you're gliding through the cosmos, to when you're omniscient and corrected, collected, no clothes, clear face, that you do not glide towards the box <laughs> unless you are ready for the great work. Okay, well, now nah, I'm not gonna leave you out like this, like what, here go. Okay, so that, that's, that's it. Like there's not, no more to really add to that. So at this point, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take questions. I kind of teared up for a little bit, which is okay. There's a heart there. In fact, oh man, I've had like, it's just been just two weeks of, I told you I was coming back, and then it was just complete collection and collection, and then I, I bent my sphere. Meaning that what, what literally happens, and I, you know, if we gotta get a little literal about it, but when you're doing one specific thing, i.e., third grade, what you're doing is, is you're basically working in this one sphere and you have to really kind of hold that sphere. You have to hold that frequency. But what happens is, is that the opposite to that is also accumulating. I think this is dark matter. That's what I was telling you guys about the show. It's like dark matter starts accumulating, it gets dangerous. You know, you got to release dark matter sometime and then formulate it and make it into something. This means re- release your creativity. And this is what children were. You release your creativity, formulate it, make it into something. You get it? So now we have to move into another center, though, because this is where the deeper knowledge comes in as big. Now we produce so much from these lower areas that we have enough children. We just don't we don't have enough people that know how to raise children, take care of children, etc. Children being abandoned. So we got enough children. So what about the births from here? right? What about what comes from here? And this, this level of your consciousness, which is the innovation, the creations that you make that come into the reality that also do the same thing as what children would do, which is give energy, okay? So that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's, it's, I can say it now, and that's why today's conversation is a really... You know, it's a really touching conversation for me because we're at the end of it. <laughs> and I realized that I was actually able to seal in the state that I'm in, which is experienced a lot of energetics, transmit this information to you in this fashion and uh, not completely stumble upon myself. Because that's kind of what's been happening is that, you know, I see it and I say it at the same time, and then the word doesn't match what I'm saying because there's no calibration for it because it's a cue. So then I'm faced with another language. So. I can spray from the frontal lobe which gets everything done but at that point that's deprogramming that's kind of like when you're sitting in front of a person where you have to realize especially if they don't know what you're talking about the last thing you want to get to do is start doing to keep talking so it's better to listen and in fact this allows you to open up the receptor because you can simply feel it. it is when you stop talking like uh, your talking is going out, out uh, and then you stop but not just stop like neutral, but stop like in reverse. That's why there's power in all these positions of positive, negative, and and neutral, right? So you go like in reverse and there's like a vacuum that happens within your consciousness because you kind of just start tuning into everything around you, including this person's frequency. And so then as they're talking to you, what then happens is it's not so much as that you are shutting up so that you can't talk it's actually realizing what you need to say (laughs) that's what this whole uh back reverse negative uh introspection of the person is that's what you're doing because first of all in consideration time you don't actually have all the time to be sitting down with them three four or five hours trying to walk them through the great arcana it's just let them do that on their leisure time let them log in the secret energy and sign up for the first course and start walking themselves through that in a way in which they understand it But as far as what you need to be doing is understanding what is going to, what is the key. Now remember, every keyhole is different. So as the key maker, you would come in and then you would go into from neutral to backdrop. After your initial introduction of yourself and a little small talk, then the person wants to talk about themselves because their energy is going like this. So it's a no-brainer. They're going to want to talk, so you listen. And then you receive, right? And then what you're doing is you're—it's like a—you're triangulating them in a tense where skip you're skip tracing them. This means that you're actually searching for them on the grid, on the grid of the cubic information. Where did that? And you zoom in, zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Then okay, you see them at seven years old, eight years old. They're in the room. You know, there's this scary thing in the closet. Then there's only the babysitter. You start seeing that. You start seeing them. But this, this is not also something that you start seeing either. This is another mistake. Some of that get that ability are like, a, I see you in a room with yourself as a, as a child. Now, the first is going to go into denial anyway. You're a bad deprogrammer. The best of us can actually do it without the person even knowing that it's done. So this is the last thing you want to do is try to walk the person directly through what they actually experience in a way that they see it that way because what happens is, is that you can actually take and gather the entire scenario of the situation and then bring the person into a simulation as relative to the reality that they're living in that allows them to see that they've approached that same point over and over and over and over and over again it could have been last week that they approached that same point with that same energy and that if they take it out from there and pop it out from there, that shell, then they can break that shell and choose not to have that shell on them through this experience, Like i.e. the monkey on your back in a tent. So this is, uh, this is integral work. And what happens is, is that it's very difficult to do through any kind of data or electronic device. Like, think about it, can I sit there and telepathically sense your mind? I mean, through an improper carrier? And if I could, what would I really be getting back? Would I be getting back the truth? Or would I be getting back what can be programmed? And, the other thing about individuals and this kind of consciousness, remember, mediums are like cell phones on the astral plane. Everyone wants them, meaning that mediums have a tendency to keep up a lot of very uh, 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 diverse kind of energetic forms, I'll say, riders a lot. And this is because of that whole interaction between and I like my friend pointed out still socialism which is where you even have to sell your ability in a certain tense Uh, here's eighty dollars for this session two hundred dollars for this session these kind of things this kinda like limits a person to their you know to their abilities and we're not saying again that this is wrong or right we're talking about we can do better we can do better together that what we can actually do is that we can get the transparent truth and you can use your gifts to create magnificent things and then the trickle-down effect if money is still around would be something like that see always make sure that your ideas and your projections that the lower ones are the byproduct of it the clip the of it or the, the, uh, the, shade, the shade of it there's a specific word the excrement uh, the shell of it exactly so make sure that when you're cultivating these ideas that these ideas are put together very elaborately and they're expansive right because remember also what you're doing is you're so that's if you, you got to build, first of all, understand and build this stuff on real stuff. Like, don't go kidding yourself. But when you build real worlds, okay, perfected worlds in your mind, man, I, I guess I'm not going to tell you how to be a world bidder. You've learned enough about that. But just remember that when you get, when you, <laughs> just remember, it's an amplification. So that's it. I said I was going to be over. So let's, let's go ahead and take, uh, let's take some questions here. Um, and what I did find out, is and that's, that's one of the major things about this, is that I found out that there was going to need to be a lot of co- curating time. And that's really what this is also about, is that I can definitely tell you how it's supposed to be. I can definitely show you it in diagrams. I can definitely show you the databases that are supposed to be there. But the final moves to actually get it there and to sustain it and to allow it to be able to help millions of people is something that is, or billions or countless people, that's something that needs to be done. So if I get to that and other people see me doing that, that's going to be a better image in a tense of what people can choose to do. You see what I mean? Like that's because at the end, of, when you're watching someone, it is a, there's a, basically an emitter and then there's a shadow. So just remember this. Even watching someone, you become the shadow. And that way this light, you could absorb. You see? So I said all that... To say this, I'm trying to show you how to merge these worlds. It's a very tricky thing. So what I'm saying once again is is that when something is emitting something, okay, then you can choose in a tense or something can be a shadow and then absorb it, okay? (sighs) Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to be able to catch it. I said it one time. So if you didn't get it, then just go ahead and rewind and, and you'll hear it again. But what I'm basically saying is, is that there is a way to actually step into a state of consciousness where you've completely surrounded yourself. It's like there's, there's nothing really that gets outside of your state of consciousness. And <laughs> talking is done. So I don't see any questions here. And that's why I kind of keep talking is because you know, and someone says, how do I prevent getting stuck in seven? Okay, remember, all, if, if, when, if I'm talking about something, let's say for 10 episodes, like basically, which is how to get out of this, right? And then you find yourself with the question of, but I don't know how to get out. That means that something has occurred that is either o- sensory overload, meaning that the way that you're actually receiving this information is not necessarily the way that you take in information. And this is okay, meaning that Some of this talking and trying to dance around in symbols is very frustrating for people. Imagine you you won't be able to communicate like this to everyone. Like you can't, you think about just going, let's go to the hood and then let's go in with this. You know, you're going to have to change it up. You can actually have the same message in what you're talking about and take it into another dynamic, which is what I encourage everyone to do is figure out how to do that better. But realistically, if to take it from this level where it's out of us understanding from metaphysics, basically, and chakras and all this kind of stuff, hidden worlds and unseen things, it takes a certain kind of individual to do that. Now, also, what we're, so what we're dealing with here then is, is that some people are visual learners, some people learn by listening, and some people learn by experience. So if you find yourself looking at this data and looking at this information, but yeah, like I still don't get it. What was advised is, is that first you check and triangulate yourself, your mind, body, and soul and I never have a a problem with explaining it, you triangulate yourself and you actually see what is your weakest point and have you done the work that is necessary to grow from there. But generally, for most people, maybe 95% of the people, it's physical. It's their physical body. So this is why we talk about going through the cleanses and then walking yourself up the ladder of actually rebuilding the temple. Look what they're showing you here. You have to, if you don't rebuild your temple, they're gonna build it for you. They're gonna try to build a Solomon's temple right inside of you. So, but this is still temple building. So remember, the whole highest level of knowledge here is how to build your body, a bodybuilder, right? so what happens is, is that you got to be willing to go introspective on yourself and be like okay almost because the guidelines are there you start off with the internal cleansing and then you start climbing the ladder you get your flora and fauna together, together this means you change up your, your stomach your probiotics and your enzymes and all the things to help you digest minerals because before you even go into taking vitamins and supplements and superfoods you can't even feel any of that stuff unless you take the proper enzymes and probiotics that basically eat that stuff for you so in in, in poop it out into a condition in which you can actually eat it that's how these organisms really work so it's about gaining that what can be simple for a person but also very complex when they're constantly challenged with fast food or constantly challenged with a reality because we're we're really surrounded people were, were making note of this even on cnn that there's just a lot of bad food around now so when you go around it's very difficult to get something that's good to eat so you need to even start ordering your food and bring it in certain levels of stable but what is this Dolphin face. Dolphin face is the only one concerned about this. <laughs> no, meaning that it's basically the person who that actually thinks it very important to paint attention to themselves versus Miley Cypress and world star hip hop and, 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 and um, geez, you know, anything. Like anything beside themselves before they get perfected. Because then once you study things, and especially in the external world, there would need to be some kind of strategy to why you're actually studying It's like, why are you even learning this? To, what are you going to do with it? You would need to ask yourself those kind of questions before you start studying things, not after. You don't build the, uh, the city and then try to build the road. But that's also what comes with improper training. And so this is where we're starting. We're starting in the ground of this. Like I said, getting the prisoners awake and giving them the opportunity. You awake one prisoner, then you have him in that nucleus awakening others, okay? And then you also have others that become awake in certain kinds of ways that become a bridge to others who are even further from the state of the consciousness of the individual who were originally awake. This is very simple. So what we're also talking about is that everyone doesn't have to be blowing shocker wheels and talking about all sorts of big ramifications with the universe and the parallax and all that in order to get some action going on here that's not what this is about what this is about is amplification and radiation of who you really are which is the truth okay so the truth sits and has a seat in that and then when other people interact with the truth it gives them the truth because after all what can truth give beside truth